Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential. Welcome back to another Rise Up Rise Up SD social distancing podcast for you guys. We are still social. We are still distanced. We're distanced, but we are social, and we're bringing you another day some more stuff uh, that we're that's going through our lives and our minds and probably really relating to you as well. Yeah, we wanted to talk a little bit today about um, why we are continuing, why yeah. we keep going. Um, why are you and continuing this, on? This thought and this idea that um, even though it kind of feels like it will right now, this whole situation is not going to last forever. We will, will someday get back to... You know, normal or our old normal. I guess we're in our new normal right now, but someday we're going to get out of this. And we wanted to talk a little bit about um, what that means for us and how we are continuing to, you know, think about and implement things in our daily lives, albeit, you know, differently that are serving us so that when we someday do go back to our old normal, maybe we go back to it even a little better. Yeah. You know, having had this experience and having had this perspective. I think it's cool that we can take a step back right now and be like, it's okay if things aren't normal now and it's okay to like take a step back, but how is what we do now going to affect the future? And how can maybe, you know, maybe we can even learn a little bit from this, maybe going through this experience both as ourselves and as a unit with our families and our friends and as a bigger part of our community, you know, maybe we can come out the other side doing a little better with a little more understanding and Right. Um, you know, a different, hopefully improved perspective. Yeah. And I just got some, uh, some cool news. Uh, I, as many of you know, if you're a member at Rise Up, um, you, I was going to do a really big race in Hawaii at the end of May. So I was in this kind of conundrum and actually it was very challenging for me to deal with and, and difficult. Um, the, the training was, you know, pretty regimented, structured and very challenging, and I love that. So I'm not complaining about how hard it, the training was. I, I actually kind of thrive on that. When but you I was, have a goal. When I have a goal. When you have something to look but forward I to. But I just found out it was very, very challenging for me to get out the door and put the same level, level of energy into my training when I didn't know if this race was going to continue or not. Because if this race isn't happening on that day, then I'm not doing the right thing on that day. So just to kind of break it up for you guys, I... I work in four-week training blocks when I'm um, when I'm training for a big race, and I need about five training blocks to really get prepared for a race. So five four-week blocks, about you know five months is to that's to really peak and have a great race. So I structure my whole year that way, and so I just as this kind of whole thing hand, I just continued on with my training like nothing was happening. But the truth of the matter is that it's really mentally challenging to train as hard as I am when. The, the likelihood of that race happening was slim to none. But I also couldn't just stop because if I just stopped and the race somehow did go on, I would be even more frustrated and, you know, be more like mad at myself for just quitting and giving up. So I was struggling a little bit mentally there. Um, but how this ties into what we're talking about today is I got an email that said, um, you can either defer your race entry till the following year. So 2021, which is a possibility. Mm-hmm. But they're also going to postpone the race and they're going to schedule it for a date of August 20th, which, you know, it's only March right now. The chances of this being over by August 20th and us being able to travel, I think are very, that's a very high possibility compared to, hey, it's going to happen at the end of May. Right. When we, when all of this, you know, continued to escalate significantly in the last few weeks, the idea that we'd get to go or that Kyle would get to go and do his race. Right. You know, and, and have anything 
that's going on in May or April or those things happen, we were like, oh, I don't think that's going to happen. Right. And so that's kind of cool that I now have that sense of relief in myself that like it's not normal right now and it's not everything's not okay, but it's going to be normal at some point. Is August mm-hmm. going to happen? God, I hope so. But even if it doesn't, I have a new structure and a new set. So now I've already worked back in my mind, okay, four, I need, you know, four training blocks. I go this one this many weeks out, you know, I can get this. This is kind of what I should be doing. And all of a sudden the high, the higher intensity, the really, really challenging and demanding workouts that I should be doing for a May race. I don't need to be doing now. Mm -hmm. I can kind of go back and revert my training back to some longer, slower base miles. And it's not as intense yet. I can't peak now for a race in August. So you definitely don't want to peak early. That'd be very embarrassing. That would be very embarrassing. So (laughs) So, so I can't, so now I can take a deep breath and say, okay, I'm going to plan right now for August and I can still defer it to next year if I want to, but it just allows me to take a step back and with my training and also be like, you know what? It's okay that I've been doing all these crazy hit style workouts on top on with rise up and I'm super sore and I'm going to go out and I'm going to bike and I'm going to run and it's okay that I can't get in a pool right now, but I'm not going to worry about it as much. But even you're not leaping into the ocean right Uh, now. I will get. I'm shocked. I will get there, but I am not. But I will get there, but I have not been in the ocean. So, but having that that sense of like you know this too shall pass in a way that isn't just like somebody saying it or you feeling like that might happen, but the idea that oh this this concrete thing that I was looking forward to and structured my life around and what have you, it's gonna happen. Right. And um, I think there are some things that matter more because that I think for you matters a lot. That's a big part of it. It is. And then there are some things where it's like a little bit, it may be not something that requires as much focus. Like, you know, I told a lot of you guys who come to Rise Up, I was going to be in um, my ballet studio's production of Cinderella. Um, and it's a ballet and it's really not for my age group. I'm I'm playing the stepmother. Um, and it's for a younger set of dancers. It's for dancers who are... Uh, they're all probably 12 to 12 to 18, 12 to 17. But they need an evil stepmother. They do need an evil stepmother. And I'm a very good evil stepmother. Um, but still, this was something I committed myself to that I was really excited to be part of. I love to, I love to dance and I love to act and I love to make a fool of myself um, on all, you know, it, all the time really. But I was really looking forward to doing this and I, I used to do a lot more and I meet and I intend to do again a lot of performing. I, I sing, I dance, I, um, I act. I've been in several productions in Santa Barbara. I, you know, I did performed all through college. Um, and it's a really big part of me. And even though I haven't been doing that as much, this was kind of me dipping my toe back into the water and I'm in the nutcracker every year. And that's fun too. Um, and I really enjoy doing that, but I was like, Oh, a whole new part, like a whole new thing. And there's, I, I do very little dancing, but I do more dancing than I do you know, regularly. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, well, and it was a, a reason for me to really get my butt back in the studio. Right. You, can, you can't be like, I'm tired. I'm going to miss ballet because I already worked out today or something like that. Exactly. When you have a performance, like you're going to ballet exactly. no matter what, you exactly. got to be there. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's been postponed kind of indefinitely right now. I think that they're just going to have to take it, um, sort of one day at a time and, and one week at a time. Um, but it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, well the other day I was like, well, I remember all the stuff that we learned already. Like, I should probably just think about, okay, wait, because at some point this is going to happen and I'm going to need to be able to jump right back in. And it also gives me some sort of like, you know, I think I'm going to do a little bit of like ballet bar, whatever in my kitchen, holding yeah. down to the kitchen counter. I'm going to stretch. I'm going to try and stay with it a little bit because 
at some point I'm going to go back to ballet class and I don't want to be well, and you're, you're on like, the floor. <laughs> you're like where I am. You don't need to be making progress right now, but you don't want to lose the progress that you made with your flexibility, with what you've been able to do. So, right, with and remembering to, the routine. And with going back to dance, with uh, which like, you know, it, it's like any other kind of challenging physical activity when you don't do it for a while and then you go back to it, your body takes some time to adjust back to it. So yeah. And just you imagine, know. you know, just imagine if this is, let's say, I don't, I don't want to speculate because I have no idea. Let's say it's two months from now that you pick up back when you're training yeah, again. I don't, I don't you, you want to start right, back right. at yeah. zero and have to, you know, yeah. cause that's also not fair. Cause I've committed to these people that I'm going to be a part of their production. And even though it's not really about me or, or for me, I, I can, I, I may not be able to make the performance, but if I don't do my job, it's right. going to ruin it for them. Right. And that's not fair. Yeah. And so I want to, you know, be there with it. And I think that this kind of idea that the world um, is not going to end right now yeah. is a good thing to remember. And that, you know, there's a reason that we keep doing these workouts. There's a reason we're still working on our community and trying to make all this happen because we anticipate that this will end. Yeah, this and will end. And we will go back. And what I've been hearing you know, a lot of people, I know we're talking forward, about, rather, but, you know, we're here talking about a race, a triathlon and a performance. Um, and that, you know, you might just work out for health and fitness and sanity and you, that might not be any part of your life. But what I've been hearing a lot from people, and this is, I think how we can apply it is I think there's a lot of parents that are not educators because they have professions in other areas, which is the vast majority of us. And they're worried about educating their kids. Mm-hmm. And I've talked with, I have, I know a number of teachers that I've talked with and I, my daughter, um, is in preschool and she's going into kindergarten next year. And you know, it, it's, let's be honest, it's not a big deal for a preschooler, but at the same time, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's not gonna be in school the rest of her. Is she gonna be ready for kindergarten? You know, all as a parent, mm-hmm. you have that kind of initial panic and just talking well, to the teachers, a big year. it is a big year and just talking to the teachers and especially for the kids to feel like they know what they're doing too. Right. Absolutely. You don't want them yeah. to feel absence confident. So, so it is, but we, we, and then there's kids of all grades and areas, you know, from, you know, obviously all the way through elementary school, junior high and high school. And I think some of the parents are a little bit stressed, understandably stressed and a little thing about, Oh my God, am I teaching my kids? Am I doing the right thing? But just speaking with teachers, the number one thing is, is that they're saying is, is that what they learned during this time period, it's not going to make or break their career, their education, what they do. I mean, if you think right. about it. And it's everybody too. Yeah. It's not, you know, they're. It's everybody. It's thir- you have 13 years of education. If your child did nothing educational wise during these three months, it's not going to end their education, right? Right. And that's not the goal. And I'm not saying we shouldn't do that. But I think that all the parents just need to take a little breath and a little stress off themselves and say, what can we do that's going to help them academically or keep them where they are or provide some stimulus for them? And for some days, maybe they don't want to do homework and it's fighting with them is not worth it and they're upset and they can't see their friends and everything else. Maybe it's, hey, we're just going to read. If they're in you know, upper elementary school all the way to high school, just read today. That's it. You're just going to read. Pick up a book That was read. my favorite day in elementary school. Did you ever have the day where you got to wear pajamas and everybody bought blankets and sleeping bags and you moved all the desks and it was just a read-a-thon all day? I think I was the one building forts while that you were reading. That was my favorite day. That's, That's like all my, I wanted my life to be. That was like my nightmare day. Oh my God, it was the best. Sit around all day. Oh, no. heaven. But, um, but, you know, all these things, I think we can kind of look at it as an opportunity. Yeah. You know, take a breath and look at it as an opportunity to be with your kids in and learn and educate through totally different methods, through like these real life methods, through like, you know, I, mean, I think I said before, like going on scavenger hunts when you're hiking, pointing out, you know, if they're really, really young, pointing out different. Co- I actually was walking by a woman um, 
six feet apart, of course, when I was walking my dog this morning and she had her kids in, um, they were probably like uh, between zero and three years old. I'm not sure. I'm really bad at estimating <laughs> kids ages, but they were both in the stroller and she was saying, okay, can you point, like, can you point out something green? And though, you know, one kid points to a tree leaves or whatever. And she goes, yeah. good. Can you point out something yellow? And like all these things. And I was like, these are all different, you know, going for a walk with your with your child can become educational without it being this overt, like, okay, we're going on a lesson walk now. Right. And I think that, yeah, I think that, and I'm not an educator by the way. So please take all of this with a grain of salt. This is merely us us giving our opinions. And if, you disagree with them. That is totally fine. We are not mandating. This is just right. Right. Opinions, pure opinions. I think that sometimes also too, we forget what education is. Right. And we think about it as the textbook style learning, you know, you need to learn. Okay. What are we doing? Oh, it's algebra. If you're in whatever seventh grade or whatever, eighth grade, I don't know what I, I can't remember what I took algebra. I think maybe sixth or seventh grade anyways. Um, but it's so formal, but education is, you know, I'll be the first to admit my dad is a great chef and I was, you know, grew up in a super nice, crazy, you know, clean household that was really put together and everything else. And my mom was, you know, awesome at doing that. She was also an educator and a teacher. Um, but I went to college. I didn't know how to cook. I didn't know how to do laundry. I was on the phone with my mom at college. Like, mom, what, how do you, like, what do I need to do? Like laundry wise, like it's silly, What? but so can we talk about how things work I never did my laundry in high school. Right. And so education doesn't have to be you know, whatever it is. And so one of those things that I missed out on cooking, I missed out on, you know, knowing how to do laundry. There was lots of other stuff that I did around the house as well, but I never did my laundry. I always had to, you know, help out the family. But what was that? Well, you had to go, you know, ride your skateboard and stuff, right? I did that too. But I also had times (laughs) where my dad would be building something in the garage. I need your help. He didn't really need my help. It was Kyle, I need your help. And that just meant he's showing me how to change the oil in the truck. Like things like that. You know, you have talents and skills that you can pass on to your kids in one form or another that are not formal education, this is a great time for that. You know, you need yard work done, pull your kids out, say, Hey, you know, you're going to chip in with the family. This is how you prune a tree. This is how you clean this up. You're going to help cook dinner tonight. This is how you make chicken. This is how we roast vegetables. This is how, whatever. I think that that's a, it's a good time to do that. Yeah, it is. It is fun. And there are a lot of things that you can learn, like you said, outside of this environment. And like, these are all things that we're doing so that someday Hopefully right. sooner rather than later when things go back to normal, maybe your kids come out and they have this bit of education and these skills and things that they wouldn't have had had they just right. been in school, you know, and I think that that and also this time that you get to spend with each other. And and I know that with your with your quarantine mates, um, it might get very overwhelming. And I definitely know that feeling. So don't, you know, feel like you have to be the you know, I hope that you all know this. And again, I'm not the authority on this, but let me just tell you in case it helps at all. You don't have to be perfect all the time. You don't have to be the the best you know nicest kindest always patient always ready to help always whatever because sometimes you're probably going to get frustrated and that's okay um and that is totally understandable but coming back to you know some of the tools that we have to cope and to move from one day to the next hopefully you can add this to that arsenal which is that we will get through this you know we're going to get through this as a hopefully with your core teammates you're, we're going to get through this as a community. We're going to get through this as a workout family. Yeah. You know, this too shall pass. We're yep. going to make it. And let's use this time to add something or just remain same and just think about what do I want to do when it, you know, it subsides off? Yeah. How know? can I, how can I look forward to that and take what I'm doing right now and be like a little bit grateful yep. for some of the lessons that I'm learning right yep. now, or even just 
be preemptively grateful so that when things go back to normal, you know that you'll, you know, when you get frustrated six months from now because your schedule's busy, get in your back and work, da, da, da. maybe you can look back and be like, hmm, I wish I had appreciated when I was I in self-isolation or whatever it was. So for all you guys right now, I'm about to go on a run. I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know what the structure is going to be, but I feel like getting outside and I feel like going running and I don't have to worry about it right now. It's going to be a benefit, right, to run. And I'm going to run as long as I feel like. And if I feel like stopping, I'm going to stop. And if I don't, I'm not going to. So there you go. There we go. And it'll benefit me in the long run. And I'm looking forward to the day when I have to get back to structured training. Have to. I look forward to the day I have to get back to structured training because the race is coming up. That's right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do on that note, I'm going to do some stretches and maybe do some tondus and some revolutions. I'm definitely feeling a lot more uplifted after this conversation. So hopefully... Um, it will do the same for you. Maybe listening to us talk. Hopefully, if you're still listening to us so talk, we're here you for do it because keep you, it makes you keep happier, you guys but. uplifted and you're good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Sounds and good. We hope you have a great day. All right. Bye. Enjoy the rest of your day.